0: Live from the Unpop Studios. It's the last track to your life with your host Adam Todd Brown, Daniel Soto.
1: Hey. Hi we're recording our first podcast
0: welcome thank you for tuning in
1: i can't see you i thought you were
0: reaching out to hold my hand like we were (laughs) like
1: we're beginning that is what i do on most podcasts i don't know if i told you that but i like to hold hands with all the hosts
0: how awkward if i had just reached out and also (laughs) then realized
1: you were just moving that piece of equipment that would have been precious yeah so what's the name of this podcast? Welcome
0: to Laugh Track to Your Life with... I'm Adam Todd Brown. And I'm Danielle Soto. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening today.
1: And This is exciting. Yeah. We uh, we were talking about podcasts. I said I had an idea. You had a better idea. And but now we here we are recording it.
0: Smushed ideas. So um, I'll just start by saying the idea for this yeah, podcast yeah. is that it always seems like the news is in the news. like the media is con I mean it's just everything's moving so fast these days um and also we love television personally yeah. I'm a huge fan of the old sitcoms from the 80s and 90s and through talking to Adam I've learned that he has a huge appreciation for that as well I do and so we decided why don't we take something just like law and order ripped from the headlines and we'll pair it with an episode of television that we watched and sort of see kind of how far we've come since this heyday of classic television,
1: so yeah, this is, like you said, ripped from the headlines, like the famous law and order quote. That's how they describe their episodes. And that's what we're doing. We're taking headlines and not just headlines, but like actual issues and
0: things big, that are topical. big
1: news stories. And pairing them with classic sitcom episodes that address those issues.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting to just see how far we've come in terms of, like, you know, acceptance, progression, and changing laws. And uh, sometimes it's like, wow, this is so outdated. And other times it's like, oh, my gosh, this is still something we are completely talking about. Yep. So... Should we introduce today's episode?
1: Yes. Today's episode, that is one of the things I closed out. But I do remember, it's uh, an episode of All in the Family called Archie the Hero.
0: Yep. It's from season six. It's episode four. Um, And in this episode, Archie is driving his cab for, uh, was it Munson's?
2: Munson's Munson's Cab. cab. Yeah.
0: And he has a passenger that he picked up at the airport. It's a very tall woman and she's very sophisticated. And uh-huh. he checks the rear view mirror and it turns out she has passed out in the back of the cab. So he gives her mouth to mouth resuscitation. We see none of this. He's all right. just like relaying it to Edith as he's, you know, and Mike when he gets home. He tells the story about how he's a hero. He wants the newspapers to know. He saved this broad's life, and he left his address and phone number at the hospital so that she could contact him. Right. She shows up at the house. You want to take it from here?
1: Plot twist. <laughs> she is actually a man. Yes. She is a transvestite, which is not quite what's in news right now. The Like, transgender rights, obviously, are a huge thing. And transvestite is different. That's not that doesn't really deal with sexuality or identity. That's just a it's kind of a dude who likes to wear women's clothes. Right.
0: And we find out that she's a performer.
1: Right, right.
0: As she says, she's a female impersonator. Yeah. And then Edith has that great line that goes, Well, who better than a lady? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I think you're confused. Um Yeah. Yeah. So it's just so interesting to me that in this episode they're Obviously, Archie Bunker is not the most progressive guy on the right. planet. But basically what they're talking about in this throughout the whole episode and what Mike keeps bothering him with is if you had known, would you have saved his life? Right. Ultimately, it's a life. It's a person. It's not as if you were going to let this person suffocate themselves to death.
1: Right would you have saved him? And so... And Archie really struggles with that question.
0: Right, he can't just flat out be like, yes or no.
1: Yeah, which is... I mean, that that's kind of just representative of what his character was on the show. I don't think that's so much a reflection of the times. Like, I I think he's one of the few sitcom characters that probably would have been like, yeah, I don't know, maybe. Maybe yeah. I'd have let him die.
0: I don't know, because I feel like even today we're struggling with like, Let's pretend it was a transgender person and not a yeah. transvestite. And
1: that's the thing. I, I kind of cut that off uh, when I mentioned it. But this episode does actually get into, like there's at least a reference to something that that's happening. That is
0: so happening. Today. <laughs> so ha- yeah. Like when this happened in the episode, which we'll talk about later, I just looked at Adam and I was like, oh, This is perfect. This is perfect. Okay. Yeah. So let's pretend for a second it was a transgender person. And we're talking about saving a life. Do you save their life if you disagree with their, I, I don't want to say choice, but their identity. Right. If you don't think you should dress or act or identify as a gender that doesn't correlate with your reproductive organs, do you still save their life? Well, it's kind of something we are dealing with because I was looking through some articles and it seems like the number of calls that suicide hotlines are getting for transgender people has gone up in the last week. And that's really terrible.
1: Yeah terrible not surprising but
0: right terrible. I mean terrible you know good that they're calling good that sure, they're calling sure yeah but um, there is trans lifeline hotline and in the past two days they've gotten 239 calls and 379 calls respectively typically their average is 167 yeah yeah that's almost over double
1: yeah yeah I mean it's understandable why though the climate right now that trump has introduced to this country if you know if you were part of that community i i absolutely understand how tense this entire situation would be right there's a lot of people who it's pretty much just me who's like yeah it's fine like i'll be (laughs) fine i'm sure everyone else i know it's all terrible but yeah i guess i'm fine but like almost everyone else the, the trump administration is very bad right and it'll get bad for me. I've made all these podcasts. They'll call me fake news someday and <laughs> send a team of rednecks to burn down my apartment complex. Sure. But that's way off in the future.
0: Right. That's like, what, five, six, seven months from now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> yeah, not exactly. going to happen for a while. All kinds of time. Um, but also, like, you were saying that, you know, you're going to be okay. People say that, like, I'm going to be okay. They're like, you know, you're from Massachusetts. You live in California. It's like you Know maybe we're not concerned with ourselves, maybe we are yeah, concerned exactly. with somebody outside of ourselves, yeah. That's like even if it doesn't affect you, maybe it affects somebody else. And, um, yeah, even though it's a lot of people do say, like, you know, give them a chance, like, let's see where it goes, <sighs> yeah. And it's like you don't understand, there's calls being made to suicide hotlines, people's lives are being threatened, yeah. Like, maybe nobody's. I'm sure there are people coming after them with pitchforks for who they are and who they identify as. But, I mean, we're talking about teenagers. Yeah, They're young, they're impressionable. They don't want to have to deal with this for the next 70 years. And can I say I blame them?
1: Yeah, like anyone that it's... You know, and the, the you know the craziest thing is that's just one group. Like there's yeah. so many different groups that absolutely have great reason to feel persecuted right now. Right, and it's so early into it. Like they're just kind of hinting at what it's going to be, and we haven't seen, you know, where these situations are going to go months from now, and it's legitimately scary. Oh, it's, absolutely. It's, yeah. you know, I think I think that's why people get so mad at white dudes who are like, no, I don't notice a difference. It's like, <laughs> have some fucking compassion. Yeah, for it's people. called empathy. Man. Piece of shit. Yeah.
0: There's um, I'm going to butcher this Martin Luther King quote, but it's something to the effect of injustice somewhere threatens justice everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like we have to make sure that if you're a human breathing person, you have all the rights as human breathing yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah and just feeling safe is so underrated by people it's like i don't know yeah. if you've ever felt unsafe but it's not bueno <laughs> it sucks totally really? yeah it's like i don't know just i guess maybe we should set some people's houses on fire just so they can know what it feels yeah like that'd be a good unsafe. idea if,
1: while they're sleeping yeah they'll wake up
0: what time do people typically go to bed
1: As long as their fire alarms are in order.
0: (laughs) We should take the batteries out of their smoke (laughs) alarms and set it on fire and be like, this is empathy. This is
1: empathy. Now we feel sorry for you.
0: Right. Exactly. Sorry this happened to you (laughs) by our hands. Should we take a look at the first clip?
1: Yeah. Do you want to watch the first one? Yeah. Do you want to set people up for...
0: Sure. So Okay. So Archie told Edith and Mike together the story of saving this individual in the cab. However, he at the time didn't know that the person was, um, a different gender than how they, um, presented. And so when they found out, Edith was there, the, let's say woman showed up, introduced yeah. herself, revealed that she was a man and Archie and Edith were there witnessing it. But he told her, don't tell anybody, don't tell anybody about this. And of course she tells Mike, of uh, course, who's the, the son-in-law. So this scene is Edith going over it with Mike and telling him what happened.
2: I would never have guessed she was a man until she took his hair off. (laughs) I mean, until he took her hair off. Well, anyway, his hair came off and there she was, a man.
0: Okay, so that was was the (laughs) part that... I can
2: imagine the look on Archie's face.
0: That was the part that um, stuck out to me because Edith... Is so sweet, so so nonjudgmental, so yeah. accepting, but struggles with the pronouns. And that's something that we're still dealing with today.
1: Yeah, that definitely happens. Yeah. Today.
0: And it's like some people don't even care that they struggle with the pronouns. Like they'll be like, well, whatever. It's it's a really hard thing to explain to someone who just doesn't get it. <laughs> like, yeah. like it it is what it is. And, you know, I guess the only thing I would have to say is like I'm sure if anyone was ever on the phone with you and they said, all right, thank you, ma'am. Have a good day. Yeah. How bothered you would be like by that?
1: Everyone hates that. And right. it's, it happens.
0: I've been called sir. I have somewhat of a low voice sometimes. <laughs> like, you know, and I think even in person once, like just because the person is going fast, you know, like customer service, you're helping a lot of people. And it's just like, I've certainly like, you know, it's you say the wrong thing just naturally, but it doesn't feel good good maybe you're like you can forgive it because it's an accident yeah but when people are doing it on purpose or like to sort of remind you of the fact that you are a second class citizen yeah like that's just vicious
1: yeah absolutely yeah yeah it's it is hard i mean it's hard to keep up with the pronouns
0: mm-hmm. but
1: not impossible i wish <laughs> i
0: i think i think it's okay to ask like which pronouns do you prefer that i use with you i think that's an okay thing to ask
1: as opposed to i think it's better than just guessing and and just swinging for the fences and hoping you're right
0: i've been to events where you get a name tag and then beneath it is like options like she her and i guess that's it hers and then he his his, his, hit i don't remember
1: (laughs) i want them all at once
0: (laughs) And then there's like, I've heard of Z. I've heard of, the, you know, saying they instead.
1: Uh, yeah, I've heard that Z? Like,
0: yeah, I've heard of Z. Like, I've
1: never heard Z. That's yeah. interesting.
0: Um, But be like, this is my friend Adam. They love soccer too. Instead of like, he loves soccer too. Oh, yeah. yeah. So using like plural, whatever. But anyways, I was also at an open mic. Um, thursday- But can
1: you say like, Z loves soccer too? Is that what yeah. you mean by Z? Yeah,
0: Z and Zür. I think.
1: That's fantastic. That's amazing. I Should want that.
0: Pronouns. Yeah. Z and zur. Gender neutral pronoun. Neat. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you can kind of use it on anyone because like in the same way that they doesn't identify a gender, neither does this, but it's just singular.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be funny if I just started using it. For me. <laughs> Thank you, Zer. <sir>. It's <laughs> not like that. You don't like that?
0: <laughs> I don't think it's. Sir or ma'am? I think "zur" is like for him. His nope. Possession. <laughs> what do you mean nope? You can't say nope. You just said that lacks No! Oh, God damn it! <laughs> it's possession. So zur computer.
1: I'm sorry, zur. <laughs> Wait, fuck. Did it again.
0: It's okay. We're learning. We're learning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's. Exactly. A, I had never heard that though. That's fascinating.
0: Yeah. I don't. know. I, I think I only met like one person who used it. But yeah, I think it's like. I don't know, is it, the, is, it, is it the hardest thing in the world to just like flip him to her?
1: No, not really. No, that's no.
0: fairly reasonable, I think. Yeah. Um, I was at an open mic the other night, um, Thursday night, and there was this guy on stage and he kept saying Bruce Jenner instead of Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's just, it's such a direct and easy way to let me know you don't get it. Right, Like, right. what a direct way to just announce to a room of people, like, hey, I'm a, I'm a man, I'm a cisgendered straight man who doesn't get it.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: okay, thanks for letting us all know.
1: And who's still doing Caitlyn Jenner jokes? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> Jesus.
0: That's our main issue with it, <laughs> right, is that it was super hacky. Yeah. But it's like, call her Caitlyn.
1: Yeah, obviously.
0: You don't have to love her. A lot of people don't. A lot of people have problems with Caitlyn, but...
1: I have a friend who swears Bruce Jenner became Caitlyn Jenner to avoid going to man prison for the Oh, for the car,
0: car accident. accident? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's Which. the reason. Also, did anything happen with that?
1: I don't think. I think, I think she just got, like, probation for it.
0: Shoot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the plan worked.
0: Wow. Well, you can't fault... Her. also i'm watching the oj simpson miniseries right now and there's a part where they're like bruce is home he's an olympic star and it's like we get it <laughs> we know that rob kardashian is related to that whole uh, clan of people it's just, the, the way that they do not subtly remind people that the yeah. kardashians are connected. yeah there's like a
1: scene where the kids are watching their dad on yeah. tv but OJ also did almost commit suicide in Kim Kardashian's bedroom.
0: So I watched an interview with Khloe Kardashian. It was her bedroom.
1: Oh, But really? she said she's like... they're trying. Oh, to... probably because he's her dad.
0: Yeah, but they're like, she's trying to... Oh, because <laughs> OJ is
1: her dad. <laughs> look at it. I'm telling you. Just look at... Put them side by side. <laughs> okay, I'm pulling that up as I talk.
0: <laughs> but um, it's... Uh, they said it wasn't Kim's bedroom. It was Khloe's bedroom. And that's because... They wanted to sensationalize the Kardashian name and, like, kind of have, like, because I don't know. Every time I guess you mention the name Kim in regards to the Kardashians, uh, somebody gets up their wings. Yeah. So yeah. Like they have to keep saying the Kardashians, the Kardashians.
1: You're looking at a picture of Khloe Kardashian next to OJ now. I don't
0: right? really think they look that much alike.
1: But she looks more like him than her sisters.
0: Yes, that I'll give you. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Wow. It's her dad. It's an incredible story. There's like this picture of them trying to like have one kind of picture over another picture. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, check it out for yourselves. But um, back to the episode. Just, Should we watch another clip? Yeah, let's do it just looking up Khloe Kardashian's dad okay so it's either
2: Lionel what? or Jane. you still didn't answer my question oh here we go if you had known he was a transvestite would you have let him die uh, my god she would not let him die it says in the bible love thy neighbor as you love yourself yeah, Well, Yeah, wait a minute it also says in the bible that a witness shall not bear falsies against thy neighbor
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's not Which much different like ball up
2: against me it's not
0: so Fair. different from today people just using about. the bible it just so
2: happens yeah that the majority of transvestites are heterosexual that's what i said <laughs> not homosexual heterosexual you'd be surprised how many married guys with kids are transvestites how is it you know so much about these things? <laughs> let me see your underwear
0: okay that was perfect that was the perfect line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that such a, a funny line. episode. Yeah, I pulled that one because I was like, "There we go. Same as 2017. People are still throwing Bible verses, yeah, into each other's faces,
1: and using the word fag." Yeah, are we are we going to talk about the the Golden Girls episode at all? That
0: yeah, we Sure, if you want to, because that
1: that's one thing. One thing that we hear Archie use the word fag here. I thought it was really interesting in that episode of the Golden Girls we watched when Rose was whispering in Dorothy's, Dorothy's ear. ear about, uh, what's it? what was his name? Okay, Re- so
0: the plot is that Clayton is Blanche's brother. He comes yeah, to Blanche's visit. Yeah, Blanche's brother. And he never, ever wants to go on dates with women and Blanche sets him up and she's like, oh, he's so picky. He never likes the women I set him up with. And then he tells Rose in a park that he's gay and that's the reason. Yeah. So Rose tells Dorothy...
1: And she whispers in her ear, and Dorothy goes, he's a hobo? (laughs) Which means Rose whispered and said, he's a homo. Yeah. Which, harsh words. Like, I guess not for the 80s. Like, at least she didn't say, he's a faggot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that would have been worse. But yeah, I guess. And not
1: at all out of place in the 80s.
0: Maybe for Rose. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's an episode called Scared Straight from season four. If you want to check it out, it's on Hulu. But it's... um, interesting to me that like the words that we no longer should use are still being used like you're not supposed to call them uh that even sounded homophobic. yeah (laughs) you're not (laughs) supposed to call them i guess like queer remember in that episode of the simpsons where homer meets the gay guy the john waters guy and he goes also stop calling yourselves queer that was our word to describe you (laughs) And it's just like it's this um thing with language this just
1: so cyclical
0: yeah i guess yeah i don't know i just say it's funny that rose didn't say clayton's gay yeah gay probably would have been the i guess you go they're going for the joke they're going for that <laughs> yeah oh yeah obviously clayton's I mean, were... a hobo <laughs> <laughs> It's a great episode. There's another episode after that. I think it's in season six, and it's called Sister of the Bride. And it's where Clayton brings home Doug, who's his boyfriend. And (laughs) there's a line where Blanche goes, I don't mind Clayton being homosexual, but aren't there homosexuals that date women? And (laughs) Sophia goes, yeah, they're called lesbians. (laughs) (laughs) Another great episode. But yeah, language is a major hurdle. For people in the LGBT community. Oh, yeah. Like something sure. as simple as language, labels. It's it's just something that I think we as straight cisgendered people don't have to think about every day or worry about ever. every day.
1: Like we don't have to think about it ever.
0: Right. I mean, I guess as a woman, people might use harsh language against me. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I, I don't think there's as, well, I don't know. Call in and tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Not that we have a phone number. But like words like to offend like racial slurs homophobic slurs i think that they resonate on such a different level than like if someone called me a bitch
1: yeah yeah for sure because
0: i know i'm a bitch right bitch and it's Ms. bitch to you
1: zur bitch
0: (laughs) i'm zur bitch (laughs) um so anyways yeah just the reason i pulled this clip was because of the the uh, Reference to the Bible. I wish I knew more about the yeah. Bible, but I don't. It's It just seems like for every point it makes, it makes an equal and opposite point <laughs> against yeah. the yeah. first one.
1: The, yeah, the people, especially people who use the Bible for stuff like this, really cherry-pick the Bible. But that's the difference between, uh, at least when it comes to Christianity, that's the difference between a conservative and a moderate. Back before, like around World War II... We still called conservative Christians fundamentalist Christians, Hmm. and that's because they interpret the Bible literally. And at some point throughout the decades, they realized fundamentalist is kind of a bad look to have on your name because it implies that you're kind of a basket case (laughs) because you're reading this book from however long ago. And thinking it still perfectly applies to the modern world, right? Which is what a crazy person would do. Sure. But that's, you know, that's what a fundamentalist or a conservative does, and that's why the Bible keeps coming up in shit like this. But they cherry pick it so much. Like, also, fine, kill everyone you see working on a Sunday, because that's also in the Bible, right? But nobody sticks to that.
0: No, God, no, of but course not.
1: This. The Bible comes up all the time. Even
0: easy stuff like you know certain cloths you're not supposed to wear, or yeah. certain foods you're not supposed to eat. People still do that too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, man, I I really I, I don't typically have a problem with religion or people who refer to the Bible to help themselves and or use it as a guide. Right. But you also have to understand that it's not relevant to every situation because some topics just weren't there at the time like vaccinating your children
1: yeah you can't lean on the bible for details (laughs) on that
0: yeah i don't know that anyone does to be honest but doesn't it sound like they would
1: yeah i could see that and it's just it's yeah there's a difference between using the bible and religion because you feel like it makes you a better person and using the bible as a shield to deflect any criticism for your shitty behavior. Right. And like, I'm,
0: sh- yes.
1: Like if you're using it to strip people of their rights, that's not what the fucking Bible is for.
0: Truth. And in this episode, it's like, I mean, you can pull out any Bible verse you want. You cannot let a person die in the back of your cap. No, That no. is unchristian. That is, you cannot, um, I mean, uh, you have to attempt to help them.
1: Yeah, Like Isis would hear about that and be like, what the fuck, bro? (laughs) Just let him die? Yeah. You just let that infidel die in your cab? Gosh. Should we get to, uh, we have one more clip?
0: Yeah. And this
1: is the clip that made this episode feel especially relevant with all of the...
0: This is the clip that gave us both boners. I mean, I guess I should say gave me one. I can't speak for you. (laughs) But... (laughs) Definitely
1: gave you a boner. I saw it. I saw it. It was uncomfortable. I mean, you'll see why. Because you're because you're a woman, and I was.
0: Are you being sexist?
1: I was, but just for comedy purposes (laughs) for this podcast. Oh, okay. (laughs) Here's the last clip. You'll totally see what
2: I think. I do. (laughs) Thanks a lot for the invite, and if you're in a hurry, feel free to leave. (laughs) On rehearsal break, but first, which way is the men's room? Boom. Can't you hold it in? <laughs> no, I need to use the sandbox.
0: Which I've never heard. I've never heard that. <laughs> right
2: through that door. Now, the way it happened here, Mr. Coochie... Kuch- well, where is he? He went to the men's room.
0: <laughs> so that's the reporter that came from yeah. the newspaper. Now, the
1: reason that's such an issue for Archie, like you said, there was a reporter who had come to interview him, and he just he was not going to admit actually that this happened after the reporter goes in the bathroom but eventually the the transvestite does help archie like cover up the story right that archie gave saved his life by giving him mouth to mouth
0: yeah he lies and says it was a truck driver
1: so it's not the best ending Like it's not the it's Because like, he doesn't co-
0: like yeah, come there's to no, like under the realization that no, he shouldn't be ashamed.
1: Yeah, there's no real breakthrough moment for Archie. He just the the guy eventually just helps him cover it up. Yeah. And then the reporter just blows off that he took credit for saving someone's life. And then the reporter's like, Well, why did you take credit for it? And he was just like, Yeah, man, it was in my cab. Wow, and that the- was a kind of good Archie question. <laughs> <laughs> and then the reporters just like, "Okay, I'm going to go chase other sources." It's like, "No, this guy just lied."
0: Well, they they say, "Why did you take credit for it?" And the transvestite says, "Because it was his idea to pull over. He noticed oh, yeah. he like he was involved in it. It's not as if he did zero. So, she's she does stick up for him, but in the same uh, way of like,
1: he. Oh. They, they made that very clear.
0: Oh, now it's he.
1: No, in this because he was a transvestite. Okay, so remember they made that whole point was that hey man, transvestites can be married dudes and uh." oh whoops,
0: my bad. Okay, so he. (gasps) We're still learning.
1: Let's start over.
0: Is it fair? (laughs) Just say a little slack should be cut (laughs) if we're trying. So he goes to the restroom, and what I find interesting about this is that like typically, I mean today, I should say people's issue with transgender people using the wrong "quote unquote" wrong bathroom is that men dressed as women will go into the women's room. Right. And and use that as an opportunity to I always have to people.
1: look up at the ceiling when I have this conversation cuz <laughs> it's such a dumb conversation and I just have and the you ceiling. still have to pay so much attention to follow it.
0: Also you have stick with it written on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, hang in
1: there baby. <laughs>
0: So, uh, he, but in this episode, the opposite is true. He's concerned that the man is the man in a dress is using the men's bathroom, right. which is what people want to see happen today. They want people who identify as women, right, with male genitalia, to use the men's room, which
1: is bananas, right? It's it, that is going to put. That's going to put fucking lives at risk.
0: Right. Exactly. I saw uh, Laverne Cox on a, uh, I think it was, I don't remember what news outlet it was, but she was like, the anchor was like saying to the guy being um, uh, stupid. (laughs) I don't know what to call it. (laughs) um, Like, do you want Laverne to go into a restroom with you? She was born a man. She was born with a penis. Do you want her following you into the men's room? She's for, she's. She's a woman. Yeah, yeah. She's a woman. So it's just interesting to me that, like, I think that, like, I guess would he have had the same outrage? Would Archie have had the same concern if the transvestite was walking into the ladies' room? Yeah. And knowing that there could be ladies in there. Yeah. It seems like both are concerning.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. When, yeah, I mean, either one would be – because, yeah, that that's more – that would, I think, put more more people at risk just – dudes, I don't know, dressing up just for the sake of getting to go in the ladies' bathroom. And,
0: and that, that argument bothers me because I, people do... I shouldn't say people do nothing. Pe- there, There's so much more that could be done to advocate for women's safety, and there isn't. And right. then you use this as like, a well, we have to protect women. Well, there's yeah. 99 other ways to protect women that you never even thought of. Right. So...
1: And isn't a bathroom, unless it's a, a bathroom that locks, isn't that kind of a risky place to carry out a crime? Because anyone could walk in at any time. Right. Like, shouldn't we tighten up our street security <laughs> first? I feel like more crimes are happening outside bathrooms than in. Oh,
0: yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And also, like, I'm... Here's my concern is that, okay, so they're looking to get rid of gender labels on bathrooms, right? I'm not concerned that somebody who was born a man who now identifies as a woman is going to walk in. I'm more concerned that someone who looks like you, Adam, is going to walk in. Like if I'm yeah using a bathroom, doing my thing, and then... (laughs) a man walks in who identifies as a man who was born a man who has all this male privilege that society has you know rewarded him for having said penis
1: thank you (laughs) then
0: that kind of makes me uncomfortable i would rather bathrooms be onesies all around like no stalls but even
1: like like a water closet kind of situation where like you like each stall is basically your own fucking studio oh yeah yeah (laughs) and that like that's a a hot plate yeah then you're just like coming out and seeing each other at the the, at the at the The sinks
0: yeah that would be okay that'd be okay it's just that men bother women everywhere
1: you know yeah see that's the thing like that'll happen at the like that'll happen in a fucking women's room i assume yeah i'm sure
0: Or, like, you know, you're standing in line. Boots are a mess. Yeah, just, can guys just get it together,
1: I guess, is my question. It would be nice. Yeah. So, Archie Bunker.
0: Should we talk about that Cheers episode? No big
1: breakthroughs for him. Yeah, there was episode, it was actually episode two of Cheers. I don't know why I didn't pull that up. But episode two of Cheers actually addresses not really this issue, but... It's called
0: Sam's Women.
1: it, It addresses more... Actually, more like uh, gay gay marriage, kind yeah. of. Which, how progressive was that? And it's
0: incredible that like the Golden Girls were talking about gay marriage, Cheers is talking about gay marriage. They're using words like fiance, and it wasn't legal. Like it's funny. Yeah. Like, did people know that it wasn't legal? I don't know that people knew.
1: Yeah, I don't. Was there a version of it legal at some point? I don't know. Or I mean, I mean, I guess they were just doing like like pretend marriages that weren't recognized by the government, maybe?
0: I mean, throughout the United States, it was 2015 that it became, like, countrywide yeah. legal. It was 2015. We're talking about a show that was on in 1982. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, I'm just trying to get back to this. Uh, but I feel like if no, if, you know, if nobody said to me as a kid, like, gay marriage is illegal a man and a man cannot get married. I don't know that it would have crossed yeah. my mind that it wasn't allowed.
1: Yeah. I would have, uh, I don't know if I would have even thought it was weird because I was one of those kids who grew up assuming, for like the first six years of my life, I for some reason assumed everyone married their like siblings. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to marry this bitch at some point, huh? And then like, I that? don't know me and like all the f- kids on my block had it in our head that- Are your parents, brothers and sister? <laughs> Not that I know of.
0: Why did you think
1: that? I don't know. I, I was not alone. That was like a... I feel like maybe it was even a citywide thing. But definitely <laughs> on my block, there was just this belief that you married your siblings <laughs> when you got older.
0: so relieved when you found out yeah, that wasn't Yeah, you. I
1: was pretty happy when I found that That's out. That's
0: hilarious.
1: But I feel like even... Like even then, I, yeah, I don't know what thoughts I would have had on two men getting married or two women getting married.
0: I remember my cousin telling me, oh, no, no, no. I think I told my cousin something with the right earring, like gay people yeah, wore yeah. an earring in their right ear and nowhere else. And that was like to let people know that they were gay. And I remember knowing that. Yeah. Um. Growing up in Massachusetts, we had Cape Cod. We had Provincetown, which is like lgbt capital like there's so many drag shows there's so many rainbow flags it's just like a super awesome accepting uh, neighborhood on the cape and so like i remember being a kid and walking down like that main street in provincetown and being like these women are huge (laughs) (laughs) and then one summer we went with my cousins and my brother was like oh you should ask where they buy their shoes because you have such big feet And he was being mean, but he was also (laughs) telling the truth. I wear a size 12 in shoes. So I was, and I have to buy my shoes online. (laughs) I went up to Boyonce and Mr. (laughs) Gaga. It was like Lady Gaga impersonator and and Beyonce impersonator. And I was like, where do you guys buy your shoes? And they were like, honey, I'm a size 10. I was like, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you boys wearing my shoes where I can't wear my shoes. Yeah. That's why that's got to burn. That's why I'm homophobic. Because <laughs> you take all the good fashion, it's not fair. But yeah, I went to a drag show recently. I should have asked there. You should have. Yeah, I go back.
1: I go back. Oh, I'll go back again. How progressive of you! Thank you. Go back. Should we watch this? Uh, this is a clip from Cheers. Yeah, from the second episode of Cheers.
2: Hey, coach. Any word from Gus yet? Yeah, Leo, uh, he can't drop by tonight, he's dead. (laughs) Oh, no. Leo, it happens. I can't believe it, Gus is gone. Nobody can replace Gus. Gus had all the answers? All but one. (laughs) 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 What am I gonna do without Gus? Now, Leo, will you stop it? I mean, ever since you came through that door, it's been, it gus, gus, gus. I mean, it's been gus this and gus that, and I'm fed up.
1: With I feel like I started this I'm clip a little you too on, early. You and all your oh, problems. that's okay. Oh, it's still on, good.
2: Oh, hey, I don't know. Sit, Leo. Sit. <laughs> Play your problems on the ball. Come on. Come on. Come on. he's ready for you. Huh? Nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> Last semester, my son comes home from college with his new fiancé, who's black. I've been thinking about that, and, and it's a tough one, but I think I got it. Yeah, well, wait a minute, because there's no, more. No, no, Leo, Leo well, hold yeah. Leo. Leo, it's a, it's a problem of communication. Here's what you do when you get home, you set the kids down, and you say to your boy, what's your boy's name? Ron. Uh, uh, Ron, what's Ron's fiancé's name? Rick.
1: So There it is.
2: You say you're uh, Rick, Ron, Rick and Ron? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so good.
2: Suck it up, Goji. Hang tough,
1: there. I love this that they're giving him encouragement, yeah. to solve his problems. <laughs> like they're at a yeah, baseball if, game.
2: If you feel that unhappy about it, just throw him out and tell him you never want to see him again. I can't do that. I love the kid.
1: Oh! Which, by the way, terrible advice oh, from the see, coach see. there. 100%.
0: Unless he's doing reverse psychology.
1: I, mean, yeah. I
2: can't accept the kid the way he is. I'll lose him. Boy, that's good. <laughs> 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 well, when you put it that way, what choice do I have? Exactly. Thanks, coach. There you go. Oh, you're not Gus, but you're not bad. Yay. Well, you know, even Gus isn't Gus anymore.
1: Because ah. <laughs> he's dead. He Next is dead. Coach, Coach. Good job, coach.
0: Yay, and everyone's happy for him. I mean, it is liberal Massachusetts, right? Yeah, it's the Back Bay, practically. Actually, I don't know where it was set on the show. I know that there's a Cheers in Faneuil Hall, but the Cheers that looks like Cheers is in the Back Bay of Boston.
1: Mm. Probably
0: there. Is this just gibberish, right? Yeah, now? yeah, yeah it sure <laughs> is.
1: I just heard Boston. Yeah, that's where it is.
0: Boss, boss, Boston, Boston, boss, boss, Boston, Boston.
1: What are you? What's happening right now? <laughs>
0: That's what it sounds like to you. I'm telling you. Bye. I'm just gonna look at the ceiling now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, yeah, it's just fascinating that gay marriage was like so prevalent on on television and entertainment, and then like in the 90s when Ellen came out on her show, and like it's so <laughs> it's so prevalent, but yet why was why was there still this fight for the right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Massachusetts was the first state to legalize it, but not until 2003.
0: Yes, and I did know that. We were very happy about that. I think also um, medicinal marijuana was also legalized in Massachusetts fairly early.
1: Before California?
0: <laughs> no, I don't think Because we legalized
1: before. it to coincide with Snoop Dogg's second album. Oh, <laughs> that was on purpose. I don't know, but the two things did happen in the same week.
0: You can't argue with the results. Yeah. Yeah, Massachusetts is an interesting place because there are very conservative, like Irish Catholic families, but it is one of the more progressive states. It's a very, very interesting place. Very yeah, I, diverse used to, in I used to feel
1: that way about Iowa. Iowa's gone a lot more toward being a conservative state now, but like they were one of the first states to legalize gay marriage. Yeah. They were very adamant and not. Responding to immigration and customs detainer requests when Obama was deporting a shit ton of people, hmm. um, they're a they're a more progressive place than people would think. Yeah, but now it's kind of a shithole.
0: So the reason we even started talking about this to to each other off uh, off recording is because of the laws that are being turned over in the ad- new administration, right? About. Basically, like Obama said, in high schools, in public schools, if you identify as a woman, you can use the girls' room. If you right. identify as a man, you can use the men's room. And that right. was a countrywide thing. And now just talking about states and like our own states, and now I guess it's up to the state or it's up to the district yeah, how they want to handle it. It's
1: really interesting what things this administration does and doesn't want to be up to the states. Like this mm-hmm for some reason now is all about states' rights. But also recreational weed, not so much. Because California... Well, California is close to approving it, but Washington and Colorado have. And now the administration is saying they're going to crack down on that. So they so don't want
0: Colorado to have Right, localized? right.
1: They don't want... So it's like, what is a states' right issue? What isn't right. states' rights?
0: Yeah. I just feel like if we're all, I guess... I don't know, I I really don't know why it would differentiate between states unless it had something to do with, like, the weather. (laughs) Yeah. Like, how are people treated different over invisible lines?
1: Yeah, it's really insane. Like,
0: can you think of a good topic that is like, okay, that makes perfect sense why it needs to be state by state?
1: Yeah, yeah, not really. I've, almost immigration. Like, we we need it. <laughs> California <laughs> needs it. Fuck you. Yeah, I could understand like why. Our economy will collapse. Yeah,
0: my dad was asking me about that the other day. He's like, so what's the economy like in California? And I was like, that's a better question for my brother. And he's like, well, I'm asking you. And I was <laughs> like, guess I got to make something up. And I was like, no, but it's like, I mean, everywhere you go, yeah, whatever you need to do, you interact with a Person yeah, and who was not born here.
1: Now, if you search around, you'll find all these articles uh about farmers in Northern California who of course all voted for Trump, mm. but they're now worried that they're gonna lose their staff because he's cracking down on illegal immigration. It's well, like what yeah. the fuck did you expect? Right. And that was one of his main And these people points. were like, Oh, we just thought it was tough talk and that he would back off. It's like, why did you think that? <laughs> right. Like, what made you think that?
0: People were voting for him because he was going to do that. Yeah. So he's letting down And they were like, he's going to bring back
1: jobs. You own a farm. <laughs> what the fuck do you care? Right. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. A lot of people who do not have citizenship but are here legally are business owners, and oh, yeah. they employ Americans. And if they get their visa not renewed or they're unable to stay here, what happens to those people? Yeah. What happens to those companies?
1: Hmm. There's an
0: episode of the Golden Girls where she's, uh, Dorothy is tutoring Mario Lopez.
1: Oh, nice. Mario
0: Lopez of all people. And he writes this amazing poem and he wins an award and she wants, you know, to get him a little bit of publicity and publicity, publicity, publicity. Publicity. And um, it's an episode called Dorothy's prized pupil. And it's from season two. And basically, he's he's there illegally, and because of the publicity that Dorothy gets him for the award, his family gets found out that they're <laughs> here without documentation. Oh, we
1: should do that for the next episode.
0: Oh, okay, sure. It's uh, Mari Lopez is not it.
1: Yeah, what does it tell people should watch it. So yeah, they so be, they can be season ready.
0: two Dorothy's prized pupil. Yeah, it's it's kind of a sad episode. I'm going to warn you. I'm going to warn you about that.
1: Because I feel like people will be surprised that we didn't start with a Golden Girls episode. We we started to. We
0: intended to. Yeah,
1: we watched a Golden Girls episode first, but then we watched this All in the Family episode. But in all
0: honesty, like my top three television shows are Golden Girls, The Nanny, Boy Meets World. Oh, yeah? Uh, The next one is All in the Family. Oh, really? And the All all in the Family should be number two it is a brilliant show but i have like so much nostalgic feeling toward the other two that it seems like i've loved them for so long i can't just slide them i'm I'm very sentimental about television <laughs> shows i treat them like children but yeah all in the family is such a terrific show it holds up both comedically and with relevance to current situations yeah so I I think it was an appropriate pick, as is all Norman Lear sitcoms like uh, the Jeffersons and Maud And yeah, that's what he Good did. Good times. Yeah, he
1: he made really socially. Have you seen the CNN documentary about the seventies?
0: I think so. Yeah,
1: there's that really great episode about sitcoms and TV in the seventies and how they they called it the rural purge. There oh. were at, there was at one point all of the networks had like hee haw. In all of these like weird hillbilly type um, shows. Wait,
0: it's I know exactly what you're talking about, and there's a name of a show that I want to bring up, and it's slipping.
1: Beverly Hillbillies. No, the other one. But that was one of them. Um,
0: you know, yes, with Gabor.
1: Green Acres. Green Acres. Yeah.
0: I was like, and at the
1: at the time, there were all of these like rural farm type TV shows that were hugely popular. And at one point, I think Norman Lear was one of the first who just came along and was like, that's stupid. Let's start doing actual shows about places where people live. And just like overnight, all of these hugely popular shows got canceled. And it made way for sitcoms like All in the Family. Yes. The Rural Purge. Look it up.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up.
1: Um. (laughs) Me too.
0: (laughs) That's just a generic. Like, <laughs> we kind of use Lincoln Live. I'm helping. <laughs> Me too. I'm still here. <laughs> I say good things too. Yeah. I love Norman Lear so much. I, you know, he gave actually, you know, first big break to be Arthur, supposedly. I mean, Maude on All in the Family. Yeah.
1: That, that actually. He's that, the king of the spinoffs. Yeah. That comes up in that documentary.
0: Yeah. I'm sure everybody already knows this, but Seth MacFarlane, huge Norman Lear fan. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah. So much so that the intro to Family Guy is an homage to the intro to All in the Family. Oh. Oh, we missed the intro. It wasn't in the YouTube t- thing. Watch it wasn't, it wasn't in the video we watched, but it has a really great theme song. Oh, yeah, it wasn't. It just started right at... It just started with uh, her making pancakes.
1: Yeah. I don't even remember the all in the family theme.
0: Well, we could look it up or I could sing it.
1: How about both?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> From television City in Oh Hollywood. this I love. <laughs> Boy, <the way laughs> can we have an intro like that for our theme song? Yeah.
0: <laughs> From Los Angeles, California. <laughs>
1: well this is yeah this is what the theme song needs to be we should just be singing
0: i think so i suggested that
1: well let's do it but how, who's going to play piano uh,
0: who do we know who plays piano i
1: have a friend who plays piano
0: perfect use like there's a comic that comes to my open mic whose last name is stapleton and every time he's on stage i go relation to gene and he's like yes but not that gene i'm like "Eh, then you only get five minutes but everyone gets five minutes oh my gosh there's so many incredible episodes of all in the family that i could talk about uh if we ever if we ever break out in another vietnam
1: war if
0: i'll have some good ones
1: it'll happen so this was fun should we Wrap it up? Yeah, sure. I I had a great time. I think we're close to an hour. I didn't start the clock on time. Okay. So we're probably just under an hour. I had
0: a really good time. I think that... um, This was fun. I would like to do it again.
1: Well, yeah. You better. (laughs) That's the idea. (laughs) Yeah. I try not to make these just one-off things. Yeah, seriously. Special collection.
0: Yeah. We'll do a very special episode where we quit smoking or quit drunk driving or... You know how they did those episodes too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. so There's
1: that night court uh, smoking episode. We should totally
0: do that one. Yeah. We should definitely do that one. But Um, I
1: already quit smoking, so. Totally? Yeah. You did? Yeah, I'm not even wearing a patch now.
0: Adam, that's amazing news. It was always
1: more the gum that was my problem, and I quit that too. You're great. You're great. Thank you. Thank you. Okay.
0: (laughs) Now you're hurting me. (laughs) Just kidding. Can you imagine? All right. Well, I've been Danielle Soto. Should we
1: plug stuff? Do you have anything to plug? This will probably... We could put this up next week. I don't see why not.
0: Well, um, I just put an episode out of my other podcast. It's a Golden Girls podcast called Dr. Cheesecake. Mm -hmm. And my guests come on with problems in their life. And then I prescribe an episode of the Golden Girls that correlates with their problem. I have... Fixed me. Yeah, he came on to talk about smoking. Go listen to Adam's episode. I'll, and here we are. I'll tweet it um, so it's easy to find. Um, and you can follow the podcast at Golden Girls Doc on, G- on, um, on Cheesecake. <laughs> on <laughs> Cheesecake.com? One, one Track Mind on Twitter.com. And I think that's uh, that's it for I, I have some shows, but I'll just post them on my Twitter. Soto 617
1: Yeah, follow us on on all the socials unpops on twitter podcast on on instagram at unpops on snapchat at unpops on youtube you know all the places give us good give this podcast good ratings and reviews on itunes and help it grow
0: yeah and tell your friends
1: tell your friends
0: and you like tweet suggestions if right if you think that there's some episode that yeah tweet neglected tweet at
1: us leave us comments tell us uh if there's episodes you think that relate to what we talked about today or episodes that relate to something that's happening absolutely do our job for us basically (laughs) if you could just research this podcast for us that would be great come on in and then maybe yeah if you could just come in and record like knock something out like an hour worth of
0: do some editing
1: yeah yeah Do some publishing. Can you get up in the morning and upload these too? (laughs) That would be great. Yeah. It's too much work. Feed our pets. (laughs) Water our plants. Vacuum my carpet. Okay. Well, thanks guys for tuning in. This was fun.
0: Very fun. Everyone have a good night.
1: Good night, everybody. We love you.